Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. We're going to be speaking with returning guest, Dr. David Hanscom, in this segment. He's an orthopedic complex spinal deformity surgeon, and he's returning to talk about his brand new book, Do You Really Need Spine Surgery? He's the author of the book, Back in Control, and he's helped many people around the world with the method that he developed called the DOC Journey to Go Pain-Free. Welcome back, David. How have you been? Thank you. Um, doing great. <clears throat> you know, I quit my practice about three years ago to do this pretty much full time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a different life, but I'm enjoying it. For those who may not be familiar with you, give us a brief look into your professional background. And then let's talk about this brand new book. Well, I spent 32 years doing major spine surgery. I'm a spinal deformity surgeon. And so I was the salvage guy. So I was one of the salvage guys in Seattle. And so I'd see people with 5, 10, 15 operations. The record was a person who had 29 surgeries in 20 years. And so I was trying to bail them out. But I also went through chronic pain myself for over 15 years, and it came out of it by accident. I did not know what happened. It took me many years to figure out the problem. And in the last 10 years, it's become crystal clear what the problem is with chronic pain. It turns out that pain is not the problem, it's the anxiety. So anxiety is the core issue when it comes to pain? It's a core issue for every chronic disease, mental and physical. Hmm. And what happens is that when you're threatened by, let's say you're held at a gunpoint, your heart races, you're scared to death, you're afraid, you're anxious. So your body's chemistry is inflammatory, your metabolism's elevated, your heart is racing, your muscles are tight. And so that is a threat response. And so what happens is that the sensation generated by the threat response is what humans call anxiety. So every living creature has that response, but we have language to call it anxiety. The problem is this threat. So instead of the word anxiety, I use the term activated threat response. And so this is a very unpleasant sensation. It's how we evolved. It's how we survived. It's a gift. But it's a million times stronger than your conscious brain. So if my cat has a reaction, once the, once the threat is gone, she lays down and takes a nap. With humans, if you're yelled at by your boss, you may think about it for weeks. Mm-hmm. So this thing that we have called language is a big problem. So this unconscious survival response is a million times stronger than your conscious brain. Now, this is a physiological response, or is it psychological, or is it a combination of the two? We're talking anxiety, and I always thought that anxiety was a uh, psychological issue. Okay, so there's two parts of the equation. So you have the threat or the stress or the danger signal, right? So pain is a danger signal. So pain isn't a problem because there's all sorts of levels of pain, but your body's physiological response what causes a lot of distress. And so... And directly, psychology is an issue. I call it the psyche. But to keep things clear, I say, look, humans have consciousness. We have thoughts. So unpleasant thoughts are also a threat, same thing as a physical threat. They're processed in a similar manner with a same physiological response. So the problem with humans is that we cannot escape our thoughts. And when we suppress our thoughts, it's even worse. So every human being has some level of sustained threat response that, again, we call anxiety. But since it's a million-to-one ratio, you can't control it. So a friend of mine, Bruce Lipton, has pointed out that anxiety and anger 
are automatic survival response. They're hardwired, they're automatic, and you cannot control them. So what happens, you have the sensation. So what the sensation does, I'm going to call it an activated threat response. The sensation creates a lot of behaviors to avoid it. And most of the behaviors are dysfunctional. So you have all sorts of addictions. You've got depression because you get worn out. You have fatigue because your body's in high gear all the time. And so it turns out that every symptom in our body is linked by a common thread of sustained threat response. So it turns out anxiety, depression, bipolar, OCD, and psychosis are actually all inflammatory disorders. Same thing with Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, cardiac disease, obesity, diabetes are all inflammatory disorders. So what's happened, we have a work group we've had for a couple of years now, some of the top scientists in the world, and what they've demonstrated that there's a common link to every chronic disease. So it's a driving force. In other words, anxiety represents that activated threat response. So the sustained activation is what causes these other diseases. How do you avoid this sustained state? Well, what happens is that you first of all have to understand that every human being has this. Since it envelops our whole body, every on our body, why we identify with it. So the first step is to say, look, you have to separate this survival reaction from your identity. So again, it's a million to one response. And so I have people say, look, visualize a large thermometer on the opposite wall. And so just visualize the level of your anxiety or anger, which by the way are the same things. And so if you're really fired up, just visualize the thermometer being really high, then there's a lot of ways of actually lowering your threat physiology. And so as you lower the, f- the threat physiology, that sensation we call anxiety drops down. So what happens, you develop a working relationship with it. The problem is we fight it. And so once you learn to de-identify from it, then there's two parts to healing. One of them is you learn to process anxiety and anger, just empirically, dispassionately. If every human being has anxiety to survive, and again, an activated threat response, again, you cannot survive without it. If every human being has this, why would any of us take it personally? Well, the problem is humans, human consciousness is relatively new in human evolution. So again, it's a million to one ratio. There's 40 million bits of information per second processed by the unconscious brain. The conscious brain has only 40. So what happens, we have the sensation that's unpleasant. We want to control it, solve it. We fight it, which unfortunately overwhelms us, and we just get worn out. And then we do all sorts of avoidance behaviors. We get addictions, all sorts of ways to mask the feeling. Because remember, remember, it's a survival sensation. So we'll do anything in the world to avoid the sensation. If it wasn't, so this, the human species that's evolved right this second is survival of the most anxious. A far cry so once from you separate your identity, yeah. So yeah. So once you consume language, which a cat doesn't have. So survival of the fittest also means emotionally fit. We also know that physical threats and emotional threats are processed in the same part of the brain, the same physiology, again, fight or flight, which is sustained fight or flight causes chronic disease. And we've known for decades that chronic stress causes early death. It causes multiple diseases. And so there's a certain stress score called the Holmes Stress Scale that gives different points to life events like divorce, death of a spouse, death of a child, et cetera, marriage, new job, et cetera. If you score 300 points on this scale, you, you'll have an 80% chance of a major disease within two years. One of my colleagues had a score of 463. Guess what? He has cancer of his spine. So we know chronic sustained threat physiology causes disease. 
the medical profession is just overlooking it. So basically, the mental pain is much bigger of a problem than the physical pain. Absolutely. You just nailed it. Exactly. In fact, I wrote an article on that, that what's more important. In fact, I give patients a choice. Look, I can get rid of your leg pain or your arm pain with surgery, but you're going to live with the same anxiety that's going to get worse over time because, again, it's a program repetitive skill. So what do you, what do you want to do? And so most people, 90% of people say, look, I can deal with the pain, but I cannot deal with this anxiety. I cannot deal with this anxiety. Where can we get a copy of Do You Really Need Spine Surgery and um, a website where we can learn more? So Do You Really Need Spine Surgery um, basically points out that we've been doing spine surgery on anxiety for a long time. And of course, it doesn't work. So the success rate of spine surgery for back pain is really poor. So um, Do You Really Need Spine Surgery covers the topic. It's on Amazon. And then what I've done is called the DLC Journey, Direct Your Own Care Journey. It's a course that's really the third edition of my book, Back in Control. So Back in Control is a great book. It creates a structure, but the DLC Journey is a much more updated process based on what we just talked about today. Um, I really need to rewrite this book, but I don't have the bandwidth to do it. <laughs> we also have an app out called the Doc Journey app, which is it's entertaining, it's educational, and maybe a lighter land starting point for people. Um, but yeah, if people decide to retrain their brain to, again, process this physiological reaction and nurture joy, they heal. With engagement, people simply get better. And I do believe the website would be backincontrol.com. Is that correct? Well, the website actually for the new course is the docjourney.com. Mm-hmm. And then backincontrol.com is a repository which has some like six or 700 blogs on it. So it's a little overwhelming, but a great resource for people. So yeah, the, the backincontrol.com website is still active. Great, great. Always a pleasure, David. Thank you so much for returning, and I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Yeah, thank you. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with returning guest, Dr. David Hanscom, author of the brand new book, Do You Really Need Spine Surgery? Audio copies of this book are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at YouTube. YouTube.com Health Professional Radio.